Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Our stories are told. I 
Thank you for being the voice of Black America, Roland. Hey, I love y'all. All momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? Monday, November 21st, 2022, coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. She went to Mexico with friends and ended up dead. Shantiquilla Robinson's funeral took place on Saturday. I'll talk to the co-founder of Until Freedom, Tamika Mallory, who has been in close contact with the Robinson family about this international mystery. Is the Republican State Center in Tennessee really mad about the number of black students who are choosing to attend Tennessee State University? over predominantly white institutions in Tennessee. Wait till we show y'all what took place at a state hearing where he was just flabbergasted at why black students are choosing to go to Tennessee State. President Dr. Glenda Glover, she did handle that. We'll also talk to National Alumni President of Tennessee State about this. Shaw University is requesting a DOJ investigation into the traffic stop by South Carolina deputies who conducted a drug search on their students heading to Atlanta last month. A black woman caught in a Nebraska cop dumping trash on her car. She'll be here to tell us about the months of torment she experienced until she caught him in the act on camera. Plus, we're in our third pandemic holiday season this year. COVID is accompanied by the flu and RSV. We'll get some tips on how to stay healthy during this season. It's holiday season. All right, y'all, it's time to bring the funk. A Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. 
Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. Mexican authorities opened an investigation into the mysterious death of Shanquella Robinson. On Thursday, Mexican prosecutors announced uh, they opened this investigation. Robinson was on a birthday celebration with a group of friends from Charlotte in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, where she was found dead. Robinson's family has sought information about how their daughter died 24 hours after arriving in Mexico. A viral video showed what appears to be Robinson being brutally beaten by a woman in a hotel room as a couple of men videotape and actually comment while it's happening. Robinson's friends initially told her parents she died of alcohol poisoning. However, the Mexican uh, 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 Secretariat of Health autopsy report doesn't mention alcohol at all. At all. It found she suffered severe spinal cord injury and uh, atlas uh, luxation. And it shows that it took about 15 minutes between her injury and death. Folks, hundreds gathered on Saturday to show their respects for Shanquilla Robinson's funeral at Macedonia Baptist Church. Tanika Mallory, co-founder of Until Freedom, attended Shanquilla's funeral and had, has been in close contact with the Robinson family. She joins us right now. Uh, this is really an absolutely strange case, uh, Tabika, because um, she supposedly travels, travels with friends. Her mother says that one of the gentlemen who, who Shanquilla is known for a number of years was in constant contact with the family after they got back until the autopsy report came out. Now, all of a sudden, he stopped calling. Yeah, until the video came out, actually. I think it was right around that time that um, he stopped calling. And it's really not that strange, Roland. It's very clear that everyone uh, on that trip knows about what happened to Shanquilla. Um, Shanquilla, excuse me. Uh, it's very clear. They're all very aware of what took place and they made up a story about the alcohol poison and i think it is really really horrific that they would show up at her mom's house it wasn't just the young man uh who was supposed to be her best friend but in fact the the woman who you see attacking her in the video also showed up at her mom's house they brought back the uh her luggage with her clothes in it and some other things from her purse uh, and gave it to her family with the story about the alcohol poisoning, when in fact they knew that she had sustained injuries um, to her neck and her spinal cord uh, that really it basically ended her life. They knew exactly what happened and no one has come forward to tell the full story, but somehow these videos are leaking and I want to assume that it is a person who knows that, you know, the truth needs to be told about what happened to Shanquella. Uh, and, and clearly, I mean, these were... The, what's, what's sickening, these were so-called friends. Right, right. They were supposed to be her friends, 
Um, you know, these are people that she had been around, especially the best friend, uh, this young man, I believe his name is Khalil. He had been on trips with her family. He'd been on family trips with her. She'd been on trips with his mom. They knew one another for several years. He was not a stranger to their family at all. And, you know, as he visited, mom and dad describe, or at least mom describes, uh, that, you know, he was in her home breaking a sweat when asked different questions about this, the specific details of what took place that evening uh, or that day. Uh, he also, you know, was just, he looked unwell. And one would think that maybe it's because his best friend died. But now after we see the video and his mom, I mean, her mom is able to recognize the voice in the video and it sounds like him saying, are you going to fight back? Are you going to do something for yourself? So this, it seemed to be a joke and probably until it wasn't funny anymore. Um, the, again, so funeral takes place, uh, the FBI there in Charlotte, they also are now involved. Yeah, so the FBI, at first, uh, the, the State Department put out a statement based upon, of course, what the Mexican authorities um, released to them, which was that there was no sign of foul play. Um, hopefully, I hope that they did that in advance of the, uh, the the medical examiner's report coming out, which is problematic in and of itself, because we should certainly be waiting for a medical examiner's report before making a statement about whether whatever the case may be with this particular person or with a victim or a person who has died um, in any way. And so they didn't do that. Uh, they put out their statement prematurely. And of course, now that the video is out, it has changed things. In addition to that, the social media, as you know, does its own job. And so very before even the, the video details, people were questioning what happened to her. Then the video drops. And people started tagging me saying, you know, have you seen this? Pay attention. Even close friends and family of mine reached out to say, you know, no, you got a lot of things going on, but this situation seems really, really serious and it needs our attention. So that night, maybe about two or three o'clock in the morning, Tiffany Lofton, who you have on the show often, she and I had done a full investigation and, and we were very clear that something more than the story um, that had been told to her family had actually happened. So we reached out, found her family the next day. They, at that time, um, were struggling. They didn't have anything. It had been several weeks. It took them time to get their daughter's body back. They paid $6,000 to do that. Uh, her father, Mr. Robinson, describes uh, this process of looking for his daughter by calling every number possible in Mexico, trying to locate her remains. They still don't have all of her possessions. And so as we you know, found out that they needed support, we went right into organizing mode. We started sharing information, asking people to contact the ambassador um, to Mexico and the United States, also reach out to the State Department, the FBI, and people by hundreds of thousands of people. We know for sure because we've been tagged in the videos, uh, I mean, in the, uh, the posts that people have posted and shared and phone calls and emails being made. Um, to support her because so many people have really been rocked by this. It's really just such a sad story. Um, and after, you know, several days, including, of course, and first and foremost, the parents being very, very, very 
very intentional um, and not giving up on ensuring that the authorities look at this situation a little bit closer. And with all of that pressure put together, they decided more has happened here and there needs to be a full investigation. So uh, with that, uh, in terms of one of the things I saw one of your posts as well, uh, uh, your father, her father talked about um, uh, paying for her funeral and a GoFundMe was created. Uh, and several uh, professional athletes have also uh, stepped up to pay for those expenses, right? Share those details with us. Yeah, so, you know, when I was talking with her family and we found out that, you know, $6,000 again had been uh, spent on this, the getting her remains back to the U.S. But then also, of course, there were funeral expenses. Uh, Reverend Jamal Bryan and others were calling, saying, what can we do? How can we help? Uh, and so we decided to help them start a GoFundMe that is directly, all of the resources go directly to their family. Uh, her sister, Quilla Tequila, she is the one who is managing the GoFundMe uh, for her mom. And, you know, when we, when we heard of all the expenses and also understanding that there will be more expenses associated with legal fees, of course, they will need to uh, travel if there is going to be a trial that takes place in Mexico. We don't know all of those details at this time. They have had a very good conversation with attorney Ben Crump just to kind of see sort of what are some of their options and also to know that there are legal uh, representatives and lawyers and otherwise that are um, ready, willing, and able to step in to support them. Um, and I have to also give a shout out to attorney Sue Ann Robinson, uh, who really has been helping to work with the family uh, as a representative and, and as a colleague of Ben Crump's. Um, and so we decided that we should start the GoFundMe. We set it up. And Dad was very, very, you know, he's a very proud man. I've come to love Mr. Robinson and the way in which he speaks. If you see him do interviews, you'll know what I mean. Um, you know, and he was like, I don't need a gun, GoFundMe. I don't need any of that for my daughter. He's proud. He's like, I will take care of whatever it is, whatever I have to do. But we convinced him that there are people around the world who want to be supportive. Um, and that he should allow uh, his family to set up this GoFundMe. And, of course, Kyrie Irving, uh, you know, our other brother, my son, he reached out to Kyrie and just let him know what was going on. Kyrie didn't even say anything, so we didn't know whether he was going to support or not. But as soon as the, uh, the GoFundMe went live, it must have been two hours after I posted it, Kyrie donated $65,000. Um, I think there is another basketball player named Kimba Walker um, uh, who also donated $20,000. Coach Stormy um, and her colleagues, I mean, people really poured out. But everyday folks gave anywhere between... $20, some people $5, all the way up to, you know, in my case, I gave $500. The con comedian um, Little Rel, I mean, everybody stepped up to try to support this family. So now they're over $350,000. We'll probably try to get it to at least a half a million. And then um, at that point, they probably will make the decision to take it down. So, you know, there's somebody who created one four days ago uh, called Justice for Shanquilla Robinson. Uh, trying to raise twenty thousand uh, dollars, and so so folks, everybody who's watching, this is not the one for the family. 
That's uh, right. And so hopefully the family could contact a GoFundMe to have this taken down. Only $146 has been given to it, but this is not the one, uh, folks. This So do not, if you see Justice for Shanquilla Robinson, that is not uh, the official one. This is the official one uh, right here. Uh, that, that Quilla uh, Long organized, that one has raised $358,304 of, of a goal of $350,000. And so uh, if you look, um, and also folks, if you look on here, um, again, there's a, there, is a, there is another one, like I say, then there's a, uh, it looks like there are actually, as we see here, there are two others. Uh, two others here uh, to make a signal yeah. and let the family and that's, know. And, that, and I, I think, thankfully, GoFundMe uh, reached out through our brother, Michael Blake. He had them to reach out to us to make sure that everything is straight with the account. And so I will reach out to them to let them know. But that brings up another point because, you know, that's not unusual that people start additional pages. People try to steal money from victims' families. Um, but also, they started... Uh, Instagram pages in her mother's name in uh, Salamanda Salamandra, excuse me, Robinson. They started an Instagram page and have been sharing information that is actually uh, has not been uh, confirmed at this point, which is that the friends stole ten thousand dollars from Shanquella uh, since she died. They don't know that. The family does not know that. Also, uh, we saw swirling that the woman attacking Shanquella is actually a trans woman. We don't know that at, at all. In fact, um, Tequila, when I spoke with her, she doesn't believe that that's accurate. So, you know, there's information out there that people will share uh, for whatever reason, whether it's clickbait and or to actually steal resources from this family. It's, it doesn't, it sounds like something that's so hard, horrific, but people do it. Um, and, you know, folks should just be real careful. I'm going to post the uh, actual pages of her family and make sure that people have the pages that they should be following. And as you said, this particular uh, GoFundMe that was started by Quilla Long is the official page, the official GoFundMe for her family. Uh, all right, then. Um, uh, Tamika, certainly keep us up to date. Uh, on what happens uh, in this case, uh, and we definitely would, uh, the family, if they want to come on, they certainly uh, are welcome to yeah, do we're so. Have we we, we got to keep this out there because the reality is, and and, and this is and, and, and this is why I, I say this all the time, and people, people, I, I love these people who are like, oh man, uh, you always talking about yourself. Here's the deal: if Shanquella was named Lisa and was mm. white, it 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 is undeniable. If you look at the case of that missing white woman, I mean, every network, every newspaper, they have folks assigned to it. There is no way in the world a white woman ends up dead. In fact, national media has been all over those four white, white folks in Idaho, uh, roommates Absolutely. who got killed. And it's crazy how this story has been totally ignored. This is why Black-owned media matters, being able to drive this out there, uh, because when black, when black folks come up missing or uh, come up dead, uh, we get ignored by mainstream white media, and we got to make sure that we're putting this story and we're keeping it out there uh, until justice is actually served. Yeah, I won't, I'm not going to get into a long thing about that because I might call out some of our friends that are on TV who also didn't cover the story uh, over this last week. I think it's actually despicable. But that's what happens when you don't have control Absolutely. over your show. 
Absolutely. So there, thank you, Roland. Thank you for helping <laughs> us. And there have been, you know, I think Dateline NBC did something on Instagram. Uh, and there's been a few things here and there, of course, the Grio uh, and some of our other black owned networks and, 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 and pages, of course, you know, our blogs. But nonetheless, it's not getting the Natalie Holloway type of uh, press, which it should be at this point. Those individuals who know the story of what happened to Shanquella Robinson should not be able to walk to a store. They should not be able to, to go anywhere at all. They should be in a position that if anyone sees them, they will be called out and the police will be called so that they can be picked up immediately. And what happens is when you don't have mainstream media covering these cases, people are able to hide in what they believe is the darkness. But I don't think this is going to go on much longer. I will say that the local media in Charlotte and in North Carolina, several reporters have gone to the addresses of the individuals, like different people have been sharing the addresses online, which I do not think you should do. So let me just say, I do not suggest that anyone share people's addresses because if something happens at that address, you will be maybe connected to it and we don't want to see that happen. But um, when these reporters went to those addresses, they knocked on the doors. No one is answering. Many of the places, there's no one home because they've been staking out the, you know, residences. So at this point, it seems as if entire families have been uprooted from their homes to try to figure out where to go while they lay low. And I, you know, if I'm a parent, I have a son, he's 23 years old. I love my son so much. But if I find out, which I know he would never be, because if he does something in this realm, I'm going to kill him before anybody else can get to him. But nonetheless, if he was involved in something like this, understanding what this family is going through, I would make sure that he goes forward and tells the truth about what took place. And I think all families um, and anybody, friends or whomever, who knows about this situation should make sure that if you are harboring one of these individuals, that they turn themselves in and report what took place in that house. All right, Tamika Mallory, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. My pound, Dr. Amakongo Dabinga, professorial lecturer, uh, School of International Service, uh, American University. Uh, also, uh, Georgia State Representative uh, Renita Shannon and Nola Haynes. Uh, she, of course, with the Georgetown University School of Foreign Service. Glad to have all three of you here. I mean, th this is just mind boggling. Uh, that a group of friends going to Mexico celebrating birthday one ends up being killed and the others are completely silent. Stories are all over the place. Uh, and, and, and this is just, I mean, this, this, this causes, uh, 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 you know, this, this raises the alarm for a lot of people, Nola, uh, who take trips with friends uh, and, um, and, 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 you, and these were so-called longtime friends. And they're clamming up, now not talking to the family members. I mean, this is just all around an absolutely weird, strange story. It absolutely is. And, you know, firstly, I definitely want to thank Tamika Mallory and everyone involved for everything that they do, especially, you know, you raised the point that it's not, you know, all over national media. So if it's not for, I literally found out about it on Instagram. 
you know, from the black blogs. I think it was allhiphop.com that, that was reporting on it. And I'm a avid news watcher and I haven't seen it. And so it's what, you know, one of those situations where, you know, because of black media that this story is um, getting the attention, you know, but Another point that's really, you know, troubling to me is because we live in a moment where everyone has their cameras out and everything is entertainment, you know, it it really worries me about some of the lengths in which people will go to to create entertainment. It was something interesting that Tamika said that maybe it was a joke at first, but then it made, it turned into something else. And that really, really, that, that scares me. It scares me because, you know, we've had people die, falling off cliffs and falling off like really extravagant kind of buildings from trying to do it for the gram. And I'm just very, very worried about the lengths in which people will go to, to possibly create entertainment. Now, we do not have all the facts yet about this beautiful young woman who lost her life in her college years. But one of the things that's really, you know, insidious here is the way in which recording everything at all times for entertainment factors into this. And I really think that that's an area in which it deserves a lot of attention. It deserves a lot of research, you know, because this do it for the Graham kind of lifestyle um, that everyone has kind of bought into is part and parcel of the problem too. Uh, that was that was that was the case. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code. Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Congo, you're sitting here, you're watching uh, that video, and you have someone else who's also recording the video, and they're commenting as if uh, it's uh, a WWE match, as if it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, 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 you know, uh, a, a UFC match, a boxing match, and I'm like, if you're friends, you're just going to stand there and record it? You're literally not going to say, what the hell y'all doing? Stop it? I mean, that's nuts. And, and that also goes to... Uh, what Dr. Haynes was saying as well, that this was planned. There was some aspect of this that was staged. You don't just automatically pull your phone out unless you know something's going to go down or you're witnessing something already in the act. And this is being part of that culture. It's sort of like when people, some, you know, back in the day before the cell phone cameras and everything, someone would be standing on a building and instead of trying to talk them down, everybody's just like, jump, jump, jump. And now we're just living that like a million times over. And so to see that it really reflects a level of, of, of just disgust in terms of where we are, in terms of our society and our mentality. But two other things that, that come to mind with what you're doing with the story tonight, Roland, and how many of us have been talking about it, no one better be out there saying that black people only care about crime against black people when white people do something like racist or hate crime. We care about all of our people. We care about all of our family. And we don't care who the perpetrators are. We're going to fight for justice for them, period. And then the second thing I want to say is to Khalil. Khalil, if you are listening or watching in any way, shape, or form, do the right thing. You've been with this family. You've traveled with this family. You know what's going on. You need to man up and you need to handle this because this is all this family has is a video like this that might have been taken by you. We don't know. But this is the time for you to stop hiding, get out there and do the right thing now and get ahead of this, just like the rest of black America is doing right now to support this sister and her family. You who are closer to the family than any of us, get out there and do the right thing today. Renita, um, th th these stories are not related, but I, I, I can't help but think about um, them. And so we're talking about this case out of what took place in Mexico. Well, over the weekend, uh, there was a shooting on a campus involving a University of New Mexico player. And uh, a second person is now being arrested in that case. Uh, and actually, the shooting took place at the University of New Mexico, but the basketball player was at New Mexico State University. What's crazy about this story is he was lured to the campus by a couple of women. He gets there. These other folks jump him. He gets, they, uh, uh, shots are fired. He happened to be carrying a weapon, and he kills uh, a guy, uh, who Brandon Travis, uh, who, uh, who, who, of course, tried to come after uh, this uh, player, Mike Peake. Uh, they've arrested 19-year-old Jonathan Smith in connection to the shooting uh, that left Brandon Travis dead and Mike Peake, again, a gunshot to his leg. Uh, and uh, in addition, it says police said Travis had conspired with a 17-year-old girl to lure Peake to campus 
as the Aggies were slated to play New Mexico on Saturday night. Uh, Travis and the girl conspired to lure Pete to the UNM campus and jump him as retribution for a fight that involved Pete, Travis Smith, and another individual named Eli. Now, I, I, I'm reading this because, again, when you hear, see this story here, I mean, it is as if these people, you know, let's all go to Mexico and we're going to come back alive and she's going to be dead. We don't know motive, but the fact of the matter is, how in the hell do you arrive in Mexico and 24 hours later, one of you are dead, and then the other four are not talking, and you even deliver her luggage to the parents? Yeah, see, and this is what, uh, to Nola's point, the thread that ties both of these stories together is people in, in, you know, in advance deciding that they're going to do harm to someone and then making a plan of action um, for that to happen. With the Shanquella story... Um, that to me, you know, those look like real punches. So I doubt that this was some sort of stage joke, but it does make me wonder if the, those who were recording knew that this other person had an issue with Shanquella and knew that that person was about to assault her. And so, um, again, as Nola mentioned, just the thread of everything being recorded because that's what gets a lot of views. And then that can get you on world star hip hop and, and these other places. Um, that I think is the common thread between both of these stories. This tragedy is really sad. Um, again, just like the other panelists have said, I have, to this day, have only seen um, information about Shanquella on Instagram. I've not seen it on, um, you know, any sort of national news. I've not even seen it on other social media platforms. And so we, as a Black community, have got to make our voices heard to get justice for Shanquella. But also, another thing that needs to be done that I have not heard mentioned yet is that this incident happened in Mexico, which means Mexican authorities have jurisdiction to investigate this case. But we as Black Americans and everybody who cares about Shanquella and her family, which everyone should, um, need to put pressure on the United States government to put pressure on the Mexican government to take this seriously and really find out what happened. Because, you know, obviously the U.S. cannot control the investigation, but what you typically see happen when, a, when something happens to an American in another country, um, especially, particularly if they are white, is that the United States government makes it clear from the beginning, we want a real investigation, we want real answers, and we will continue to watch for those answers, and we want them in, in an expedient time. And so that is something that I'm not seeing happen yet um, as far as calls, but I think that that is one of the strongest things that we all can do for Shanquella's family. Uh, indeed, indeed. All right, folks, hold tight one second. We come back. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a white state senator in Tennessee. Y'all, he is just befuddled, befuddled at this explosion of in student enrollment at Tennessee State University. And he's concerned because they're not going to the other predominantly white institutions in Tennessee. And he's not happy. <laughs> Wait till we show you what actually happened in a state hearing that even had the Tennessee state president at the Glenda Glover pretty much laughing like, dude, are you serious? We'll talk with the alumni president of Tennessee State University next on Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Download the Black Star Network app, all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Also, uh, support our Bring the Funk fan club. Your dollars make it possible for us to do what we do, for us to be able uh, to travel around this country. Uh, we got some things coming up, folks, uh, that uh, we're going to be uh, this weekend, the Bayou Classic in New Orleans. We're going to be in Georgia next week uh, covering uh, the Warnock uh, U.S. Senate runoff. We're going to be in Tulsa on Tuesday uh, for an event. 
uh, dealing with the survivors of the uh, race massacres, their quest for uh, compensation. And so a lot of things happening. SWAT Championship in Jackson, Mississippi. And so your dollars allow us to be able to do what we do. Uh, check in money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. We'll be right back. Is it just me? Or does it feel like we've been here before? The whole country's finished voting and only us left. You'd think Herschel Walker would want to explain what he'd do in the Senate if he actually wants to represent Georgia. Instead, he repeats the same lies, trying to distract from what we all know is true about him. But I think Georgians will see his ads for what they are. Don't you? I'm Raphael Warnock, and yes, we're doing this again. That's why I approve this message. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and my new show, Get Wealthy, focuses on the things that your financial advisor and bank isn't telling you, but you absolutely need to know. So watch Get Wealthy on the Black Star Network. Next on the Black Table with me, Greg Carr, we welcome the Black Star Network's very own Roland Martin who joins us to talk about his new book, White Fear, how the browning of America is making white folks lose their minds. The book explains so much about what we're going through in this country right now and how, as white people head toward becoming a racial minority, it's going to get, well, let's just say even more interesting. We are going to see more violence. We're going to see more vitriol because as each day passes is it, it is a nail in that coffin the one and only roland martin on the next black table right here on the black star network hi i'm bb winans hi i'm kim burrell hi i'm carl Payne. hey everybody this is sherry shepherd you're watching roland martin unfiltered and while he's doing unfiltered i'm practicing the wobble Folks, last week, Tennessee State University had to explain to a Senate committee about the school's lack of housing for the number of its new students. Now, they've had the explosion of new students attending the university. Now, during that hearing, Republican State Senator Todd Gartenheyer literally questioned Dr. Glenda Glover, the president of Tennessee State University, about this year's record number of first-time students. Folks, he was just, just shocked at to why, how are these black students choosing to go to Tennessee State and ignoring the predominantly white institutions in Tennessee? Watch this. When we go to the chancellor at UTC and say, why aren't you recruiting more black students the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, and he's, they're all going to TSU. 
you know, are you are we doing a disservice to all the other universities on trying to recruit African American students <laughs> and minority students because y'all have made such an aggressive promise to these students to come there that they're bypassing and get the same education? I mean, uh, what? I'm trying to figure out, in my mind, all this, all of a sudden, 2,000 students out of the blue decided, no pun intended, because that's the, the colors blue. of the school. <laughs> yeah, out of the why, blue. Why did they come to TSU? Was it the aggressive marketing campaign, or was it because... It was the high standards of TSU, the quality education they're going to get at TSU. Yeah, the reputation of whether the folks who've been there. We had... You know, and the people who are there now, I have uh, some people come because of the band. I mean, we like people to come because of programs. But I hear students who tell me, I want to go to teach you because of Rich Crowder Band. Who, by the way, I'm going to throw this in, uh, who, by the way, just today got voted to be nominated for a Grammy Award, two Grammy Awards, yeah. our, our Rich Crowder Bands. So, and that's, yep. and that's one of the reasons. And, you know, you said it's almost like a um, punishing them or, or blaming them. We're not blaming them. We're happy. I just make the point that we did do some aggressive marketing. When I say aggressive marketing. That means that we started meeting students where they are. We, we we had more digital marketing because you know students live in a digital world. Prior to COVID, they lived in a digital world. COVID just pointed out to so many others that they live in a digital world. But um, because they're choosing TSU, I mean. That's a great thing. Let's keep it as a great thing and not that it's taken away from UTC because for years they took away from TSU and went to other places. So we're happy they're coming back home. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, I'm curious if Garden Hire has ever asked the president of the University of Tennessee why are all of these white kids showing up in Knoxville? What, what, is it because of the aggressive marketing tactics that they're using in Knoxville? Is it because their football team was ranked in the top five before getting blown out this weekend by South Carolina? What, what, oh my God, what, 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 what's going on here? Y'all, this dude literally was just shocked and astounded that black students are making a choice to attend Tennessee State University as opposed to the other white schools in Tennessee. Charles Garber Jr. is the president of the Tennessee State University National Alumni Association. He joins us right now. I mean, I, Charles, you, you heard Dr. Glover like, I, 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 I can imagine Dr. Glover going, did this fool just actually say that? <laughs> and you hear her laughing, and this guy sees it as a problem. As opposed to saying, wow, this is awesome, the record enrollment at one of our state universities, uh, our HBCU here at Tennessee State, hey, this is a great thing. No, he literally has a problem with it. Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate. Good evening to you, Brother Martin, and thank you so much for having me on your show tonight. Um, I joined thousands of alumni and just joining our esteemed president, Dr. Glover, and just saying how just outlandish the comment was. Uh, we represent alumni and students who are brilliant, students who become top sellers, students who become top leaders in the communities. And we are trailblazers in every field when it comes to music, when it comes to sports, when it comes to business, when it comes to technology. And so to question why these brilliant and bright students would come to Tennessee State University. It blows my mind. And of course, we are the blue and white um, in Nashville, Tennessee, Tennessee State University. And so to hear us being spoken of as out of the blue when we've been founded since 1912 and been- That was like, that was, oh my God. They're just out of the blue. Like- Amazing. Like, boy, 
Negro just popped up everywhere and just started showing up in that. I mean, it was like, dude, are you serious? But see, this is this is also what happens when you have white political folks. And, and let's also be clear, okay? This state also owes Tennessee State five hundred million dollars. Yes, sir. Oh, for 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 being underfunded. And so here's my issue. You, you know, they're questioning Tennessee State over its housing issues. How about y'all send the 500 million and we not gonna have a dorm problem? Absolutely. The funding is what is necessary. So we can talk about um, things that they're throwing out there. They're throwing out the audits. They're throwing out uh, the, the lack of dorm and the lack of housing. Of course, we did have the, the issue where we had to request further funding for hotels. Um, that's something that is common amongst other schools um, that are going through that, that boom in their first year students as well. But what we're finding is if we had the funding, we wouldn't have these issues. We could have proper dormitories. We could have um, the proper resources for these students that we're expecting. And, and, and that to me, I, but, but see, again, to, to me, to me, what is insulting, there is no way this white state senator would dare question the president of the University of Tennessee in asking, oh, my goodness, if you've got a, a record freshman class, how dare you? Why, why are they choosing Tennessee and not the other PWIs in Tennessee? He would and never do that. It's amazing to me because this is the largest class that um, we have had at Tennessee State University. First year students, 3,567 students. And what is just amazing to me is that for years they've wanted enrollment to increase. And so now we have an increased enrollment and their statements that they're making about that as well. So, you know, it's one of those situations where we want to continue to recruit top quality students to Tennessee State University, students who want to go to a university um, that, that can nourish them, a place where people look like them, a place where they can go and they can show their brilliance and not have to deal with some of the, the inequities of society, but they still are having to deal with that as a system. And so that's what we're facing now. Uh, I, it, it's just to me, it's it's just just crazy uh, that it, that that it, it, the, the tone that he used, uh, just the the he just in 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 he's simply incredulous. He's just like oh you know oh my goodness and 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 why are they choosing Tennessee State over these other schools? Well, guess what? What maybe what you should be asking Garden Hire to those other schools? What the hell are y'all not doing? What what are your recruiting practices? Have you created an environment that's comfortable and welcoming to black students at those other universities? Have you put the resources in in creating multicultural services centers or and what else are you happening here as opposed to, oh, Tennessee State, uh, what are y'all doing? Just You just got folks out of the blue. And, 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 and this is no different. Look what has happened in North Carolina A&T. They got fined $2 million by the state because, oh, you went over the cap of uh, students, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, coming from uh, out of state. So you trying to tell me that they would have fined the University of North Carolina two million dollars? See, this, all of this, is a direct result of the resurgence and the interest uh, that people are showing in HBCUs because they are choosing to go to these places. And the problem that Tennessee State is having is what 
I have spoken about on this show numerous times to people that when we start advocating, and, and it's hard for people to understand this here, when we start advocating, uh, we need our kids to go to HBCUs, I keep challenging alumni, are y'all giving? Are you, are you helping the university lobby for more resources? So it's one thing to say we need, uh, oh, man, go Tennessee State, but, but Tennessee State has to have the infrastructure. I keep telling people there are 107 HBCUs in the United States. They have about 230,000 students. There are 1.6 million black students who go to PWIs. If 10% of the black students choose to go to leave a PWI and go to, and go to an HBCU, HBCUs literally cannot handle the infusion of students because, the, because of the infrastructure. They, they simply don't have it. So we've had dorm issues at Florida A&M, Tennessee State, Texas Southern and Houston, other places, because when you have an explosion of growth, you got to be able to put them somewhere, and if you don't have the facilities on campus, guess what? you got to put them in hotels or apartments or other places. That's what Tennessee State is facing, and so it's a, it's a bad problem resulting from a good problem, but the lawmakers should be saying, how are we going to get the $500 million in the hands of Tennessee State for the infrastructure? That's what should be happening. Absolutely. You know, and, and the growing pains need resources. The growing pains, when we are going through this, this huge growth, and there's a variety of reasons for the growth. You know, they speak of the, the HBCU renaissance, and we, we know of ambassadors such as our band and some of the, the head football coaches. But what is more important is that we have the star power, but we also need the funding. And so, yeah, we do need alumni to give, and we do need uh, people to be aware of our needs so that they can fund our needs so that we can continue to produce top students in the country so that we can continue to put out quality students so that they can impact the world. Absolutely. Uh, Charles Garber, Jr., we certainly appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, go back to my panel here. Renita, I mean, this, I, I'm just, I mean, you, you, you're a state representative. I'm sitting here going, dude, are you serious? See, this also reminds me of the white guy in Minnesota. Uh, guys, let me know if y'all find that video. We had, I know we did it before, where the white well, the white trustee of a university in Minnesota was questioning the university president by saying, oh, we have too much diversity. Basically, wh why we got all these black people at our schools when we pretty much are a white state? I mean, if anybody needs to understand why I wrote this, this story, these stories are why I wrote this. They are literally like, where are these black people coming from? What the hell is going on? Yeah, so watching that video, my blood pressure doesn't even raise because it is uh, representative of every single committee meeting I've been in serving um, in the Georgia House of Representatives um, at the state level. So all of my committee meetings look the same way, and I bet that if he talked to that senator, he probably would not even understand what people are complaining about in his comments. What I will point out to uh, folks who are watching your show 
is um, the professionalism of Dr. Glover. Because I'm sure a lot of people probably thought, well, now why did she just ask him, Has had he lost his mind? Why didn't she just check him? And that's because the main job well, They of... would have qualified for uh, a this mother segment. I'm sorry. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It does. It absolutely qualifies. But this is not her first time being a witness in front of um, the committee. You can tell. And so lawmakers, their, one, their main job they have to do if they don't do anything else is to... Um, figure out and vote on the state budget. And so what Dr. Glover knows is that this person, as idiotic as he may be, is the senator and he decides the funding. And although HBCUs typically are not able to receive state scholarships, the state still does give money to HBCUs. So that's why she responded that way, trying to, to, to educate his ignorance. And But you can see that it's a master class in trying to hold it together so that her university does not lose funding. But it's also a very special type of trauma that Black witnesses do endure. Now, somebody else on the committee could have gotten him together. I don't know if there are Democrats on that committee. I don't know if there are Black people on that committee. As far as, like, other lawmakers, I would hope that they weren't just sitting there and letting all this nonsense go on, because I know that I never did. In committee, We will. I threw down. So I hope that they did not leave Dr. Glover just hanging out there with no response to this person's ignorance. So. Um, and, and, and the thing here, I mean, look, the reality, uh, the reality here on Congo, she couldn't go off because remember, she's a, a, Tennessee State is a state institution. So she is a public employee. And so she has to be in the good graces of this committee because at the end of the day, you're dealing with funding. Uh, but I'm sure uh, they were in the car uh, laughing at this fool for that kind of comment but, but we're seeing this repeatedly. What we're seeing are white people not understanding what, what, why are black people making these choices? Because frankly, black folks have been uncomfortable in white spaces. And when you ha and then now what you're seeing is you're seeing individuals, it's choice. And again, I'm making the same comparison. I guarantee you this man would have never questioned the president of the University of Tennessee by asking, why are all these white kids showing up in Knoxville? That's right. That's right. Yeah, it, it had me thinking. I felt like I was watching an episode of uh, Dave Chappelle and Keeping It Real Goes Wrong because I felt like Dr. Glover had two choices. And, you know, she did the right choice, you know, based on everything Representative Shannon was saying. And people have to really understand that people are going to the... You know, our, our kids are going to these schools because of what you're saying. And look at all of the hate crimes that have been on the rise since Trump took, uh, took office. And black people are still the number one target. A lot of folks are tired of that. A lot of our kids who are going into these schools that are majority white high schools, they're tired of being the person to have to explain things for black people every time something happens. <clears throat> my, my three kids are in schools that are predominantly white as well. And now two of them are in high school. They're considering, you know, Howard as well as Harvard. But let's also be mindful of the fact that another reason why people are, our young kids are considering these schools is because the profile of so many of them have risen with people like Vice President Kamala Harris, Felicia Rashad going to, going to Howard, Tanisi Coates, Nicole Hannah-Jones. But also remember, we got three very prominent black people who are pursuing Trump to the ends of the earth. Letitia James, Howard University. I believe Fannie Willis is Howard University. Benny Thompson, I believe, is Tougaloo. So, I mean, everywhere you turn, you are seeing people who are coming out of the HBCU experience who are doing incredible things in sports, in entertainment, in business, in law, and education. And that's also attracting people, our, our young people to these schools. So I'm very happy to see it as somebody who spent, you know, my earlier years at Morehouse College as well. You see what Deion Sanders is doing as well. So they need to be ready for this resurgence and really... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At the end of the day, I got a good laugh out of that. But for all of our kids who are considering going into these schools, keep going, keep going hard. And remember, you don't got to explain yourself to any of them. Keep doing your thing. Well, here's what's interesting, Nola. Um, I, I just, again, I, I asked the question. And, and, and again, so this is interesting. So th- this was 2021. Uh, go to my iPad, Henry. Record number of bowls began fall semester at UT. This is last year, y'all. University of Knox, Tennessee, Knoxville total enrollment is on track to be the largest on record, topping 31,000 students as new and returning bowls start the 2021 fall semester. A huge factor in that growth comes from a record-breaking undergraduate enrollment of approximately 25,000 students. More than 5,900 new first-year students making up the largest first-year cohort on record 
and marking a 23% increase in new first-year enrollment over the past five years. Now, Nola, that was last year. That was last year. Hmm. What about this year? Oh, my God! Guess what? The University of Tennessee welcomes a record-breaking number of first-year students. Not the 5,900 last year, but 6,785 new students. Oh, my goodness. Look at this quote. I am so proud of all our volunteers and the work they did to get here. Whether they are a new student or returning student, UT Chancellor Donde Plowman said in a news release. We believe in them and are invested in their success. UT is a university on the rise, and we're seeing that people all over the country want to be part of what's happening here on Rocky Top. Nola, I can guarantee you, guarantee you Chancellor Plowman was not questioned by saying, where are these people coming out of the blue coming to Knoxville? So... My ears heard something different listening to that. As you know, I went to a PWI for undergrad. I grew up on HBCU campus. I grew up in an HBCU environment in New Orleans. My daddy worked at Xavier. Everybody and their mama thought I was going to Xavier, but it didn't happen. So I have two points on this. So while I was also an undergrad at UCLA, I always worked in an administrative role. So what I heard in that question is you are messing with our state-funded dollars when it comes to DEIA, because I don't know Tennessee state law when it comes to higher education, but some of these schools get paid for these black and brown bodies on campus. So I'm wondering how much of his question had to do with you're interrupting, you know, with our state funding here versus a genuine curiosity. I could be completely wrong. But that's what I heard in that question. And I also, you know, and I also thought, you know, Dr. Glover, she handled it very well. But, honey, that chuckle at the beginning had me chuckling because she was like, okay, <laughs> try it today. You tried it today. I'm going to keep it cute, though. You tried it today. And then, you know, my second my second um, thing that I want to say about these resurgence of going to HBCUs, which I'm so happy to see, and I'm happy that we're talking about infrastructure. But, you know, another point is safety. You know, just today, it's not necessarily related to black students, but just today, you know, Georgetown sent out an email about how there was a swastika found near near campus. And I've been on college campuses my entire life. And, you know, yes, you know, HBCUs, there are a lot of people representing. It looks really lit to be there. The bands are awesome. The community is awesome. But this issue of safety and wanting to be around people that look like you, you know what I mean, that come from similar backgrounds than you. You know, I can tell you in my PhD program, there was a litany of trauma. There was even a situation where this one woman was convinced that Black people smelled. She even had the nerve to give me soap for my birthday, but I'm not going to go there. Mm. What I'm saying is, it's, wow. it's the safety wow. element, too. That would have been an ass whooping. Oh, that would have <laughs> been... That. Hashtag, hashtag team whipped that ass would have showed up. I did not know that's why she gave it to me until a year later. I said, she did what? Because I know what I smell like, honey. Trust me, believe me. <laughs> anyway, um, so the safety component is very important to this, too. And to my sister, it's water. I'm drinking water and nothing in this cup. Stop. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. What? We know you from New Orleans. Anyway, uh, I told y'all, remember that we showed y'all the video of the uh, the white trustee where he was literally questioning 
what's up with all these black people? I mean, I'm going to play this, but y'all thought I was joking. Uh, y'all go ahead and play the, uh, y'all play the video. Go ahead. Is it possible that at Morris we've become too diverse? Is it possible all from a marketing standpoint? For, for instance, Chancellor, I've received a couple letters, two actually, from friends whose uh, children are not going to go to Morris. Uh, because it is too diverse, let's say, a, 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 a campus. They just didn't feel comfortable there. Is that at all possible in the specific of Morris that we become too diverse uh, for, you know, for, for, a, for a student to attend? So basically, you got a couple of letters from some white racists who their white kids did not feel comfortable going to a campus that had a lot of black people. That's when you say they didn't feel comfortable because it's too diverse. What in the hell is too diverse? Ain't like the university was 75%, 50% black. But I told y'all white fear, how the brownie of America is making white folks lose their minds. This example in the example in Tennessee. All right, y'all got to go to a break. Uh, we come back more on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Uh, as we, <laughs> I'm still, what, Steve just came out the blue. Oh my God, what's going on here? All right, y'all, we come back. So, black woman in Omaha trying to figure out why, why is trash constantly on my car? So she set up her own video surveillance, find out a white cop was behind it. We'll talk to her next on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network, folks. Download the Black Star Network app, all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, also, please uh, support us. Your dollars make it possible for us to do what we do uh, when you join our Brain of Funk fan club, folks. Uh, again, we, we, look, it's real simple. Uh, this show costs, and so our goal is to get 2,000 of our fans contributing at least 50 bucks uh, for the year. If you could, that, that'll raise $100,000 this month. Uh, you can do so by giving to cash, well, send a check or money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Uh, cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. Uh, and then uh, let me thank Bernadine Wade, Vane Scott, Yvonne Davis, Phyllis Ware, Dolores Kirkwood, Thomas Lee Sherrod Jr., Mary Mims George, Coolers Mortuary, Mary Weems, Marsha Feltz, Gaylene Davenport, Marion Johnson, Elliot Newton, Wendy Duncan, Patsy Moore, Irving Randolph, Joetta Drake, Sherman Henderson, Bertha Pulley, Olivia Martin, Ali Stokes, Shauna Cox, Michelle Williams, Franklin Cleveland, NID, HCA Valentine, Ali Stokes, Cedric Alford, Robert Neely, Sandra Barnhart, uh, Glacinia Logan, Reverend Robert G. Johnson, Cheryl Taylor, John McMillan, McMillian, Gene Haygood, Joe Lambert, Laura Miller, Enoch Dixon, Brenda O'Kelly, Alice Mitchell, Larry Harmon, Gloria Snowden, uh, Veronetta Hackett, uh, uh, all of them folks uh, who actually uh, sent in checks in money, money orders. Thanks a bunch. I'll be right back. Is it just me? Or does it feel like we've been here before? The whole country's finished voting. 
and only us left. You'd think Herschel Walker would want to explain what he'd do in the Senate if he actually wants to represent Georgia. Instead, he repeats the same lies, trying to distract from what we all know is true about him. But I think Georgians will see his ads for what they are. Don't you? I'm Raphael Warnock, and yes, we're doing this again. That's why I approve this message. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, we meet Ricky Fairley. She was given a death sentence by her doctor 11 years ago. But for Ricky, giving up was not an option. She declared war on her disease, turned her entire life upside down, and won the battle. I know that God left me here to do this work. And when you talk about faith, faith is what got me through. I mean, I had to relinquish my faith and and give my life to God and say, okay, God, what have you got for me? And um, he gave me my purpose. And that's why I'm here. Her amazing story of strength, balance, and survival here on A Balanced Life with Dr. Jackie on Black Star Network. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause to long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please, support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind $100,000, so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Check some money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. The cash app is $RM Unfiltered. PayPal is Unfiltered. Venmo is Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives. And we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. I am on screen and I am representing what a black man is to the entire world that's going to see this. And this might be the only black man, a representation of a black man that they see. Right. So I am responsible. Right. For how they see black men. And it's my responsibility to, if I am not playing an upstanding, honorable, of someone with a strong principle and moral core, to make sure that this character is so specific. Right. That it is him, not black men. And I wish that more actors would realize how important uh, their position is as an actor, as an actor of color playing people of color on screen. Because there are people that see us all over the world in, in, in these different right. images that we portray, and not everyone knows black people to know, yes, that's not all. Hey, I'm Arnaz Jane. Hi, this is Cheryl Lee Ralph, and you are watching Roland Martin. 
unfiltered. I mean, could it be any other way? Really, it's Roland Martin. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, folks. Um, oh, what it means to be black in this country. Check this out. A sister in Omaha, Nebraska, says a now former cop deliberately put trash on her car repeatedly. Now, folks, someone had been dumping trash on Cortisha uh, Valentine's car, okay, since the summer. Okay, let me say this again, y'all. Since the summer. So what did she do? She couldn't figure out what was going on. So... She set up a camera to catch the culprit. To her surprise, it was what? <laughs> this is, it was a cop. William, please. 
on, he was caught on video dumping trash on her vehicle. He resigned from the Omaha Police Department after being cited for criminal mischief. Omaha Police Chief Todd uh, uh, Schmader, uh, this is his statement right here, Todd uh, uh, Schmader, I'm sorry. Officer Cleese has completely disrupted the peace in the sense of safety for Miss Valentine. His actions are not indicative of the values of the hardworking women and men of the Omaha Police Department. His conduct is unbecoming of an officer and warrants his removal from the OPD. Hmm. Really? She and her attorney join us right now. Uh, Shay Olapale, uh, join us right now. I'm glad to have both of you here. So first of all, uh, we have. Uh, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to understand this here. What was, what, what was the deal? What, what, why? First of all, were y'all living in the same area? Uh, did y'all have a run-in? Did you notice, dude? Why, why were you being single out? Um, I am not aware of why I was targeted. Um, I've had literally one interaction um, with Officer Cleese, and that was in the halls of seeing him come inside. And to my knowledge, that's when I realized he was an officer by him having his, you know, um, uniform on. Okay, so you say in the hall. So were y'all living in the same apartment complex? Yes, yeah, so we was living in the same apartment complex. Okay, so you're living in the same apartment complex. Uh, you see this guy one time, and so was this happening every night? Were you walking out to your car every morning and seeing trash on your car? And what kind of trash were you talking about? I mean, was it was it was it like literally food contents and just being dumped all over your car? Yes, this would be dumps like dumpster garbage, um, literally from the dumpster right across um, from my car. Um, this man will go get dumpster out of, I mean, trash out of the dumpster to dump on my car. Um, there would be like, um, his lunch sitting on top of my car, just like neatly propped of someone's lunch, just sitting on top of my car. Um, I moved in maybe about January of the beginning of this year. And it's been going on for, um, like six months after living there. This was like every day? This was like a periodic time. Like it would be, sometimes it would be a few times a night. Sometimes it'll be periodic to where it's like once a week. It's just here and there, but it's been going on for months. Wow. Okay, so this is going on for months. Now all of a sudden you said, look, man, I, I got to figure out what's going on. So, so you set up video surveillance. Take me through that. Yes. So um, after uh, having the puncture in my tire and scratches on my car, dents on my car, and um, eggs thrown at my car. This time I just was just like, you know, somebody is clearly stalking me, someone's watching me. And that's when I decided to put up a surveillance camera of my own. So I propped this surveillance, you know, into my home, um, facing my vehicle and any really other vehicles as well. Um, However, uh, yes, there there were on you know like on site cameras, but okay. So you, so you set up a camera in your in your place, pointed at your car, and mm -hmm. how long did it take for you to discover who was doing it? Um, it took me it took me some months. Um, it finally took me like over like over what six months six months now to figure out like who's been who's been doing this. 
Um, I did, you know, tell my, um, the management of the apartments, like, you know, someone is watching. So you took, so, uh, so she, her, the video froze there. Uh, I'm going to bring in, uh, her, her attorney here. Uh, and, uh, I'm sorry. I, th uh, I think you came back. Sorry. You froze there. I can hear you. Got you. You froze. So you told your apartment management and what they did nothing. So with the eggs and a flat tire, that's when I was just, you know, in, in mud shambles, just pretty much scared for my life because this person is, I don't know, trying to get me stopped or whatnot. Um, so, yes, I took it. I brought it to their attention. I emailed the uh, hire manager. I went down there. I spoke with them. I spoke with them on the phone. Um, of course, they told me that they cannot show me um, surveillance because of, you know, retaliation or whatnot. However, you know, um, they just told me, you know, make a police report. And our cameras can't see your car. They can't see the dumpster, can't really see any of the cars. It's more so pointing down as to where if someone was to walk in, then they can see them like at the door. Um, but uh, yeah, they just advise that maybe I just don't park in that spot anymore. However, it's literally right in front of the apartment. Wow, that is absolutely crazy. Shay, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, again, listening to this, you just like... I, I, I can't believe uh, this this actually happened. And so um, I, when we discovered that it was him, what then happened uh, and uh, what did he quit or was he fired? So uh, the reality is the Omaha Police Department put him on a uh, paid administrative leave. And in doing so, um, they opened an internal affairs investigation and had scheduled an interview with him. Prior to that interview occurring, he tendered his resignation, for which they accepted, uh, and therefore he resigned. Uh, he didn't get fired. Um, at this point in time, he still has his credentials to go and work for any other police department if he wants in, say, Nebraska. Um, now, the reality is, uh, can he and will he? We, we don't know. Um, but uh, Omaha Police Department was very quick to determine that he was not on the clock during the incident for which he got caught. But that doesn't mean that he wasn't actually on the clock. Um, we don't know when he was on the clock uh, in any other times. So, so he resigns, uh, and uh, he was charged. Uh, was he found guilty? At this point in time, he's... Charges have just been cited. He has not been to court yet. He has, in fact, if you look into the the justice system in Nebraska, you won't even find his charge even being filed yet. Um, generally, it takes him uh, quite a bit of time, about a month and a half. But at this point in time, he is scot free, and all he's facing is a is a misdemeanor. Wow, that's just absolutely crazy. Just, just absolutely crazy, um, Quatisha. Uh, I take it uh, since uh, he was outed, uh, you haven't had any issues since? Um, I haven't had any issues. Wow. This is, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, Shay, this is a perfect example of, again, what happens when uh, you just try to live while black in America. Uh, unfortunately, um, this is, this is an incident that, you know, it's got caught, right? It, it's a matter of somewhat like, you know, George Floyd, where if it wasn't on video, you know, we're not going to be able to have the voice and be heard and uh, people held accountable. 
Um, but for Quotisha's, uh, uh, the Miss Valentine's efforts to find the culprit herself by videotaping, we still wouldn't know. Um, we would still be going about life and having a police officer not being held accountable and being able to uh, circumvent the law simply because he wears a badge. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Quotisha, I, I hate that you had to go through this, but uh, uh, great for you to set that video camera up and, and, and bust him in the act. Uh, last question for you. When, you. when you did videotape him, was he actually wearing his uniform when he was doing this? He was not wearing his uniform when he did this. Um, I was just aware that it was re a resident because he was able to park into the apartment complex's garage. Um, so once I realized it was someone that lived here, um, I just pretty much just uh, waited it out until they walked inside, and then that's when I confronted Mr. Cleese. And so when you confronted him, is this the video here of you confronting him? Yes, it is. Uh, guys, do we have the audio up? Uh, there's no audio? Okay, so you so you confronted him and then you follow him to his door and so what did he say to you uh, when you confronted him? Mr. Cleese didn't say anything. He just, as you see, gave me a sign and he walked inside his apartment. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, racists will be who they are. Uh, look, we appreciate it. Quatisha, thanks a lot. Uh, Shay, thank you so very much. Uh, let us know what happens uh, with this case if he's actually brought to justice. Absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. I mean, damn, I'm a Congo. Can we? It's our time to explain to people. It is hell being black in America. Damn, we just trying to live, and this fool here wants to dump trash on a car, puncture a tire. Yo, all right, man. I, I, I'm glad you had that video at the end because he got a little taste of his own medicine, a, a small taste. But you know, you you wear that shirt says "Vote, vote like a black woman," and these stories we're talking about tonight. You know, a sister after sister having to advocate and fight for themselves with this society just going against them in every way, shape, or form. And it's so frustrating, you know, for, for the work that we do and that we talk about in this community to, to really support our sisters and, and uplift them. There should be no way in hell she should have to deal with something like that. And I'm sorry, but I'm hoping that they are also pursuing some type of legal action with the apartment complex. This is, what, some type of garage that you have to have access to to get in there, as she was saying? So they clearly knew who was doing it, and they're going to say you don't, they don't can't give access to the footage, and they also can't confront him in any way, shape, or form. So is there some type of complicity going on, or they just didn't give a damn because she was a black woman? In some way, shape, or form, she needs to be going after them as well because she needs to get paid. And then lastly, I am so tired of seeing issues with these officers, whether it's larger cases like these murders that are happening or situations like this where they're just allowed to resign. They need to be fired. This is another reason why we need to go hard in 2024 to make sure we get enough senators and people in the House as well to get this George Floyd policing bill passed so this guy can't go anywhere in the country and still be a cop. Um, I, 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 I mean, what in the hell can you say, uh, Nola? I mean, this is, this is the type of stuff again, that we have to deal with over and over and over and over again, just trying just to, just to live and walk around stuff, and folk just want to make it difficult uh, because we are black. Absolutely. And, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is her safety. You know, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm in a security space. And, and this is really unfortunate because, you know, in a time where there are people really trying, you know, to have these conversations about how can we make relationships, you know, among law enforcement and the communities better. And then you have a situation like this. You know, you have a situation where someone's personal security is being invaded. You are stalking someone. You are traumatizing someone. You are terrorizing someone at their home. And that that is like a really different form of this, right? Because this is intimate. This is private. This is inside a secured facility where there are cameras. And, you know, she isn't being protected where she lives. I'm also very curious about the demographic in that um, where she's living. Are there other Black people that live there? Are they also feeling threatened? Have they also gone through similar situations? I am very concerned about her safety. And I'm also irritated because she probably, yet again, has to take in her own hands her own personal safety. And that is not cheap. But I am worried because he is a cop. And, you know, if there's going to be some sort of uh, retaliation involved with this. But this is just one of those kind of demoralizing situations where it's like, yes, we are just trying to live. You know, like, I don't know any Black person that wakes up in the morning and say, how can I mess with others? How can I mess with white people today? I don't know anybody who does that. We really just want to live our lives in peace and in safety. And as a woman, you know, this makes me feel a way because it's like, okay, this is a this is a law enforcement person, you know, who has access to her private residence in terms of where her car is parked. And, you know, to all the women out there, you know, we are definitely living in very, very interesting times. And please be careful. You know, if you're able to, please put up security measures if you're able to. And, you know, I wonder if there's something that even needs to be started with some of these movements, you know, that cater to women's issues around our safety, because these sorts of situations are increasing. And this is a problem. I am very, very, very worried for her safety and other women out there, too. Yeah, well, it is just, uh, I mean, it's crazy when you see this particular story here. All right, folks, got to go to break. Uh, and understand, folks, uh, look, about 30 minutes, I'm going to be, we, we have a simulcast. I'm going to be on Joy and Reed's show, The Read the Readout, uh, right here. We'll be a simulcast on Bowen Mountain Unfiltered on Blackstone Network and MSNBC. And so look forward to that. And so more on our show when we come back, including our, our today's Black and Missing. Uh, support us in what we do. Download the Black Star Network app, folks. All platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Also, support us, our Brina Funk fan club. Uh, you can, uh, every dollar you give goes to support this show. Check in money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And get the copy of your book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Available at all bookstores, online as well. Download it from Audible, or you can order from your favorite black bookstore will be right back don't wait till november 8th we can vote today your early vote started this week we're on savannah state university's campus we'll be dorm stormer today giving our treats for everyone we hope to see everyone at the polls when it comes to november if you believe we got power, let them know. Make some noise. Put a fist up. I need to see a fist in the air because we got power. Come on, you put it up. Come get your shirt. 
We're out here in the streets of Savannah, Georgia. James, do not forget to go vote. I got you. If we vote, the right people in. We can make a change. We can get these resources in our community. I am a woman, and it is important that we have the say-so of what we want to do with our bodies. We're concentrating on entrepreneurism, providing young people with resources and training that they need in order to change their trajectories. We won't black them. Democracy is on the ballot. Voting rights is on the ballot. Voting suppression is on the ballot. I am most passionate about those three combined because they all impact each other. Savannah is my home. I care about my community, and I care about representation in my community. Our voices are still going to be heard no matter what kind of obstacles try to come up against us to stop us from voting. We're still going to be standing our ground. the effort that's being made to keep our communities from voting. So that makes me realize it's even more important because if it wasn't important, they wouldn't be fighting to make sure we could vote. This doesn't stop this year. This is a forever movement. We're going to exert our power as a people. We walk in our rightful place. We're going to change our communities, fight for our communities, and build our communities. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Godfrey, the funniest dude on the planet. <laughs> I'm Israel Houghton. Apparently, the other message I did was not fun enough. So this is fun. You are watching... Roland Martin, my man, unfiltered. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, folks, uh, another winter season. COVID is still an issue, but now we're talking about uh, flu and this uh, RSV thing. What the hell? I, I know a number of people uh, who have uh, been hospitalized. People have really been knocked out because of this severe cold uh, that's been going around, also leading to bronchitis and other issues uh, as well. And so how do we prepare ourselves when it comes? What about shots? I mean... People been acting the fool since we did with COVID. Oh, I don't want to get vaccinated. Uh, people are already complaining when it comes to flu shots, things along those lines. Uh, but the reality is, uh, trust me, you don't want to get sick. Like I said, you know, I, I know some folks, they have, um, they've been knocked on their behind uh, with this new cold out since two, two and a half, three weeks. Uh, it is real. And so uh, let's talk about it uh, right now uh, with our Fit Live Win segment. Well, of course, uh, trying to keep you all uh, focused and healthy uh, as well. And so joining us right now to talk about it's good alpha man. Glad to have uh, him here. Uh, as always, breaking these things down, Dr. Uh, Charles, uh, Dr. Charles, I'll give it, um, first of all, an um, associate professor uh, at Rutgers University School of Communication and Information uh, as well. So uh, glad to have uh, him on the show uh, is it Centio? Just pronounce the last name, Doc. Centio. Got Centio. Got it. Just want to make sure there. So let's. All right. So first of all, before, I'm gonna do with COVID in a second, but this RSV. This is. I mean, like I say, I know some people. They have gotten really sick. I mean, lethargic. I mean, I mean, knocked on their behinds. These are people who are like fitness folks. Uh, who who really who, who got taken to them that started off thinking it was sort of like allergies or something and then, and then it just evolved, evolved. So explain what's what's this new thing going around? So basically since the basically since the beginning of the pandemic, we have been trying to figure out how this virus mutates and how it affects different people. And as we probably have seen from the news, there are uh, seemingly a continuous stream of different variants that we need to worry about. And that is just the nature of these viruses. So uh, to your point, uh, Brother Martin, 
Yes, there are different variant, uh, variances, and as we come together during the holiday season, especially as with the flu, as we come together and we're inside more often and we're around each other more often, the chances of these uh, variants to spread and mutate uh, increases. So it's still something that we certainly need to take seriously, even as we come out of the uh, social distancing and strict requirements that we all went through back in 2020. You know, this is, uh, uh, again, we're dealing with, uh, obviously, still dealing with COVID uh, and and people who don't want to take the, the additional boosters with COVID, don't want to take a flu shot, don't want to... So what, walk folks through what that means if they choose not to do this, uh, because with this RSV, I'm seeing a dramatic increase in hospitalizations and, and doctors warning folks, don't play with this. This is not anything to be playing around with. Definitely. I mean, uh, we, we all have autonomy over our bodies, and we also have some responsibility of putting others at risk, especially as we, many of us, will gather with family and friends for this upcoming holiday season um, this week, as well as uh, in, in about a month for, uh, for the New Year and, and Christmas and Kwanzaa. We have to be cognizant of what other people's status may be and also what their uh, risk tolerance may be. There are, there are people among us that aren't necessarily older adults who are immunocompromised, who have heightened sort of uh, risk. And if they do catch COVID, they have uh, more risk of poor outcomes. So it's just something that we need to be cognizant of each other's risk tolerance and try to understand where um, people's uh, beliefs may be, even at this point, right? As you mentioned, Brother Martin, there are people who are still maybe uh, hesitant, maybe vaccine hesitant, or maybe hesitant when it comes to boosters. And it's something that we just need to discuss and get out there, especially if we're going to uh, convene inside with each other during the holiday season. Uh, let's do with questions uh, from my panel. I'll first start with Omakongo. Dr. Santillo, thank you for the, the work that you're doing in educating us on these issues. I want to know, in, in addition to the recommendations for the vaccines and the shots as well, are there also dietary things that people can be doing? I see when some of these things come up, people talk about, well, if you had more vitamin D and more vitamin C and there's different type things, more water, are there other things that people can do that can also help them in, in helping keep themselves um, safe this, this season? Thank you. I appreciate the question. Uh, as I'm an information scientist by my doctoral training, and I'm also a social worker, so I kind of deal with health information and how it can get to folks and what happens to, uh, to it when it does get to different people, as well as how to deal with some of the social aspects of this. And you're exactly right. It's an excellent point. I was at, on the CD site earlier today preparing for this uh, conversation with you all. And, and as you might imagine and guess, keeping fit and being healthy is a wonderful protective measure against chronic conditions and to help prevent both the onset and the progression of chronic decision, uh, uh, chronic conditions. So making sure that your mental health is in order, that you're um, relaxing and finding times to, uh, finding opportunities to cope with life stressors, making sure that you're sleeping appropriately, making sure that you're eating healthy. These are all things that we've probably known, most of us have heard all of our lives, move more, sit less, uh, drink plenty of fluids, also, there's tobacco use and, and what, what kind of damage that can cause. So the things that we've probably grown up with in terms of tips and guidelines for living healthy lives, 
much uh, still true, and we must conti continue to be diligent about taking care of ourselves and each other because the healthier we are, the more we can stave off and the higher the chances that we can stave off both infection and then if, if we do get it, the progression of the disease. Renita? Yes, thanks, Dr. Centio, for your um, advice on these issues. Um, I've got a very specific question for you. After um, having COVID, it seems like, and I've talked to a lot of people who kind of experienced the same thing, and these are all folks who uh, were vaccinated, but after having COVID, it seems like any respiratory infection is a lot harder to recover from. Um, just any kind of respiratory issue is just like a lot harder and a lot more difficult to recover from after you have had COVID um, at any point during the pandemic. Do you have any advice, or is this what you're seeing? And also, do you have any advice of how people should maybe change up, switch up what they do for respiratory infections? Because I would say pre-COVID, most people just sort of got a couple days of rest and just waited for it to went away, and it wasn't a big deal. But now every respiratory infection, it seems like it's a very big deal if you've ever had COVID. And I thank you. Thank you for that question. And I, and I look at the reports, as many of us do, in terms of once someone gets COVID, what happens afterwards and what are they more at risk for? And yes, we seem to see patterns in uh, reinfection and other respiratory infections that folks may be more prone to getting after COVID. And then of course, we have long COVID, which we're still trying to understand, long COVID in adults as well as long COVID in, uh, in children. And I have colleagues who are, who are looking at that and trying to understand more of that as well. One thing that I do want to emphasize, and I'm not a virologist, I'm an information scientist who does research in health equity, but we researchers are continually trying to understand the world around us. And sometimes our research and our findings and our understanding of that world around us doesn't keep up with the demand to get answers. So please keep in mind that we researchers do this work to try to understand and figure out what may be going on under certain conditions and why are certain people perhaps more prone to both catching and then having uh, poor outcomes from, from conditions. So there's still a lot of COVID that we don't know. We've certainly learned a lot in the last two years and we have made huge strides, especially con uh, considering previous uh, respiratory infections and other diseases. We've made huge strides in understanding and then treating uh, developing vaccines, et cetera. However, we're still learning, especially when it comes to long COVID and then reinfections. We're still trying to work that out. The CDC is a wonderful uh, website to, uh, and resource to try to look at what current information we know now and continue to keep ourselves updated on it because we are still very much learning. Nola? Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Santillo, for your work. And um, as a fellow researcher, I definitely understand, you know, um, why these asking and answering these questions are very important. And having lost over a dozen people in my family due to COVID um, in Louisiana, this is something that is very near and dear to me. So I have more of an immediate question since it's the holiday season. Do we yet know, when we're talking about respiratory infections, I know that there is maybe not causation, but correlation between the consumption of alcohol and the increase in respiratory problems. I'm very curious, 
do you think it's a good idea to maybe consume a little less over this holiday season? Um, and I think about that as my my fallback is usually giving alcoholic gifts, you know, for the holidays because it's 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 sophisticated and simple. But I am really really curious about this correlation between um, the consumption of alcohol, especially around the, ho the the holiday season. Is that something smart to do, or should we think about maybe not, you know, uh, consuming as much? Thank you. Thank you for the question, and uh, I don't want to mess with folks who might be on uh, your gift list, but uh, <laughs> I do I do want to point out, again, that drinking water and drinking plenty of fluids is important, and really one of the harms of, of alcoholic or, or drinking in excess are the, are the calories, so that you're consuming calories when you're drinking hard liquor, you're drinking beer, and that is something that will also contribute to uh, poor health and could be could could contribute to poor health. As far as direct linkages, and you mentioned it well in terms of correlation or causation, I haven't seen uh, specific data that looks at or that um, articulates a link between alcohol consumption and increased risk. However, if we look at other respiratory uh, infections and other health conditions, it might uh, do us all some good to rethink kind of what we drink and how much. Uh, in terms of um, when we're consuming and how much we're consuming. Right then. Doc, we certainly appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Again, just trying to keep people safe uh, and, and, and get them to understand don't play around with COVID. Don't, don't keep, keep wearing your mask. Uh, keep washing your hands. Keep doing those things. But also, uh, this, uh, this RSV is not, I mean, that, that cold is, is no joke. And again, doing those things also helps keeping folks from being impacted by that cold, by RSV. All right. Thank you. Thank you Thanks so much. much. Appreciate it. All right, folks, got to go to break. We come back black and missing. And also we'll tell you about Shaw University. They want the DOJ to investigate their students being stopped on a bus. We'll be talking about that right here. Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Back in a moment. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene. A white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. An angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. On the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, we meet Ricky Fairley. She was given a death sentence by her doctor 11 years ago. But for Ricky, giving up was not an option. She declared war on her disease, turned her entire life upside down, and won the battle. I know that God left me here to do this work. And when you talk about faith, faith is what got me through. I mean, I had to relinquish my faith. And 
and give my life to God and say, okay, God, what have you got for me? And uh, he's given my purpose. And that's why I'm here. Her amazing story of strength, balance, and survival here on A Balanced Life with Dr. Jackie on Black Star Network. Hey, yo, peace, world. What's going on? It's the Love King of R&B, Raheem Devon. Hey, I'm Cupid, the maker of the Cupid Shuffle and the Wham Dance. What's going on? This is Tobias Trevelyan. And if you're ready, you are listening to and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Today's Black and Missing, we've told you about twice, uh, October 2021, January of this year. 14-year-old uh, Shantarika Robinson Pike was last seen in Chicago, Illinois, on July 30th, 2021. The 5-foot-2-inch, 140-pound teenager has black hair and brown eyes. She has been missing now more than, uh, I mean, literally almost 18 months, folks. If you have any information on Shantarika's whereabouts, please call the Chicago Police Department at 312-747-8274, 312-747-8274. North Carolina Shaw University uh, has uh, stand behind claims of racial profiling when South Carolina deputies pulled over a bus carrying students to Georgia last month. The bus, transporting 18 Shaw students and two staff advisors, uh, was traveling from Raleigh to Atlanta for a conference when a traffic stop took place on I-85 in Spartanburg County, South Carolina. Today, Shaw University President Dr. Paulette Dillard and other university leaders announced the university filed an official complaint with the U.S. Department of Justice to request an investigation into the Title VI in civil rights violations committed by the Spartanburg County and the Cherokee County South Carolina Sheriff's Officers. Dr. Dillard says Shaw University is keeping its tradition of fighting for what's right. For generations, Shaw University has led the charge for equality and equal justice under the law. From its legacy of leadership in the Jim Crow South to being a pivotal place and historic site of groundwork during the civil rights movement and being the founding site for the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, or SNCC, Shaw University has been at the forefront front of the fight for justice and Shaw University will continue to lead the charge. In 2020, Shaw University launched the Center for Racial and Social Justice in the wake of watching George Floyd being murdered at the hands of law enforcement officers who once again overstepped their authority and violated an individual's rights. The Center for Racial and Social Justice was established to create awareness, to educate the public, and to demand accountability. That is what we are doing here today. We are obligated and committed to stand up and speak up for those who are historically overlooked and underestimated because the laws of this nation should protect them too. Let's be clear. Racism is about power and systems. And just because there isn't a knee on someone's neck 
doesn't mean that no harm is being done. And just because someone greets you or smiles in your face doesn't mean that they are not still violating your rights. We tried to get Dr. Dillard on the show. Uh, we were told, quote, we heard back from the team late last night, and the general counsel's legal team is not authorizing any one-on-one -on -one interviews with the media. Uh, when this changes, I'll reach out to you to provide an update. I mean, this is the sort of crap that, frankly, uh, another HBCU had to experience, uh, Renata, uh, in Georgia as well. I mean, this is, I mean, being stopped uh, on these highways. And, and in one case, they were, I forgot, uh, it was, uh, oh my goodness, was it Delaware State University, folks? When they were like, oh, um, we were checking for drugs on this bus. Come on. Because the uh, one of the parts of this, the reason why they're asking for this to be investigated is because they are saying that, you know, they're asking the question, was it really legal um, to search everyone's property based on an illegal lane change or an issue with lane change? And so the question about illegal search and seizure um, is one that, definitely needs to be continually um, looked at because consistently we see across the country that that is um, the, the Fourth Amendment being violated against uh, for black folks, Fourth Amendment being violated, which deals with search and seizure is something that we consistently see. So I am really glad to see this investigation. We know that the Supreme Court has um, in the past held up that police officers can pretty much search for any reason um, that as long as they believe that it's legitimate and things need to be searched. But we really need the Supreme Court to take a different view of this. And I really hope that cases like this can drive better outcomes in courts on the violation of the Fourth Amendment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Gonna hold tight one second. I need to do an audio check with the folks at MSNBC. Uh, I'm gonna be going live shortly with Joy Ann Reed. So folks, go ahead. Uh, MSNBC, can you hear me? Testing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hello, this is the MS control room. Can you hear me? One, two, one, two. Can you hear me? You can hear me? Okay, your mic is dead, though, so somebody needs to open your mic up. So if if you can hear me, give me a thumbs up, please. Okay, so you hear me. Now your mic is dead, so they need to open your mic. I'm not hearing you at all now. I heard you before. I cannot hear you, sir. Whatever they did on your on your line, they mixed you out. I, I do not hear your mic. Yeah, you're, it, it's it's a mix there in your place because we're we're sending the program and we're sending my voice, and I don't hear you at all now, sir. I spoke to a woman who said she was. Okay, can you up. hear me now? Can you hear me now? Now I now I can hear you. you got yes. it. All right. Now we okay. got the audio straight. Don't, Thank you. Don't touch anything. Uh, we're okay. not going to touch anything. We got it. All right, folks. With just two weeks to go, no one can hear us. Election Democrats are pulling out all the stops. Former President Barack Obama announced today that he will be. Oh, you hear the program? Okay. Yes, I hear you just fine. Senator Raphael Warnock, great, fighting to hang on to that crucial Senate seat. 
while Republicans, on the other hand, are back to the usual tactics of trying to make it as hard as possible for Georgians to vote, hoping only their people can squeeze through the loopholes. Though so far, they're batting zero. Within the last couple of hours, a court of appeals shut down the state's attempt Are to overturn early voting this coming Saturday, which, by the way, is the only Saturday to cast a ballot before the election. Stand by. And in most counties, it's the only option to vote on a weekend at all. Joining me now, here we go, stand by. Editor at large for the Bulwark, an MSNBC contributor. And with you because that that decision to let people vote on Saturday how crucial is that going to be in Georgia well decision is going to be extremely crucial because well first of all let's understand the Republicans are going to take it take it even further but if you look at what they did this is the only Saturday to vote they were trying to limit it to Monday through Friday uh, and so and more people are going to be off on Saturday uh, they deliberately changed the law after 2020 runoff shortened from two months to one month the deadline to register for the runoff was the day before the general election uh, as opposed to after the fact. And so they knew exactly what they were doing uh, by using this state law and Thanksgiving by saying, oh, no elections uh, a couple days after the holiday. This is the way Republicans try to narrowly use a law to be able to pick off voters because they understand more folks vote they likely are going to lose. They don't want more people voting, and so they were still still ticked off what happened in 2020. You know, and Charlie, it, that to me sounds like a statement of weakness, to be honest with you. If you're confident, you, you don't try to make it harder for people to come vote on a Saturday, which is a convenient day. But this fight over who should come in and try to help poor Herschel Walker, over between the DeSantis camp, the Kemp camp, the Trump camp, I mean, Barack Obama's coming. President Obama's coming to help Warnock. What is going on on the other side? Well, um, Georgia has really become ground zero for the, uh, the uh, former president's status as the biggest loser. I mean, think about it. Not only did he lose Georgia in 2020, he managed to lose two Senate seats in 2021. You know, and it's kind of uh, ironic when you think about it that Donald Trump insisted that he won Georgia. He won it bigly. And yet nobody wants him around, um, which is kind of an interesting tell. And, and it's an interesting pattern. Uh, he lost the, his presidency in Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, in Michigan, and Wisconsin. Look what just has happened in all of those states um, where, in, in fact, you know, uh, MAGA candidates have managed to turn those states either, either purple or more blue. And this goes to your previous topic. Republicans are looking at Donald Trump and they're seeing this guy is politically toxic. He is a loser. And for a party that has no conscience or principle, that is what's driving their motivation right now. But Joy, but you know what? If you're Democrats, well, I mean, Herschel, well, if, if you're Democrats you can't worry about any of that. Frankly, they should be sending in right. President Barack Obama. They should be sending in Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, they should be hitting not just Atlanta, but hitting Columbus, Savannah, Athens, uh, hitting all, uh, Statesboro, Swainsboro, looking at where folks were not voting. Because again, Kemp, they are utilizing the Kemp field operation. Uh, McConnell's folks are already paying for that. They do not want to lose this seat. So Democrats just can't bank on Obama coming to Georgia, excuse me, Atlanta. They got to hit those outlying areas, those rural areas to turn up black turnout there. And let me 
ask you, this is what I was going to ask you, Roland. I mean, the, the not having Saturday voting was a big deal because in some of these counties, voting is only 9 to 5 yep. during the weekday. Yep. In Chatham County and other places, some places it's 9 to 6. Luckily in Fulton, it's 7 to 7. But that means it's really hard for people who work every day to vote. So what are the real chances that Herschel Walker, with the, with, that can't even do an interview by himself, that has to be accompanied by a, you know, white elder statesman whenever he talks, could actually win. Uh, it's very real. It's down to two people. One of the dumbest people in America is sitting in the United States Senate right now who happened to be a former uh, football coach, Tommy Tuberville, Alabama. If, if the, I play the audio of him describing the Voting Rights Act. He literally is one of the dumbest people you've ever seen. Herschel Walker could win. Uh, and so people can't play any games. There has to be massive turnout and that's why the New Georgia Voter Project, uh, that's why Black Voters Matter, uh, that's why a number of groups, are gonna, they're on the ground, they're doing lots of door knocking because too many of these, and I'll be clear, Democratic white strategists want to dump all the money on TV. No, you got to be touching people on their doors because they're not watching television. They're not looking at digital ads. They got, you got to be touching them. And so that's why you're seeing more and more of these rallies. I'm going to be on the ground beginning on Monday, taking my show there, talking to black folks, uh, getting people to understand why we must vote. And I'm real clear. That idiot Walker should not even be near the United States Senate, uh, so Warnock should be there. But Democrats cannot play around. Don't be comfortable because you got 50. You better try to get 51 because you're going to need that for the races in 2024. And, and I will uh, go out on the exact note, Charlie, because, I mean, you have seen Republican voters willing to trade in, you know, a Doug Jones, a civil rights hero, for Tuberville. You've seen them willing to elect people like Marsha Blackburn, not exactly a rocket scientist, Sarah Palin. The taste level is different, let's just put it that way. So what is behind this idea of having someone like Warnock? Because it definitely, I mean, not Warnock, of having someone like Herschel Walker. Because it feels like they want a puppet. It doesn't seem like they want a scholar. Sure. Oh no, they don't want a scholar. They just they they just want a they just want to vote. Um, it will be interesting to see what the motivation to vote now uh, for uh, Herschel Walker to you know sacrifice all of your principles to vote for a hypocrite um, you know dumb um, candidate like Herschel Walker when the control of the United States Senate is not in play. It was easier to rationalize when it was all about control. It will be less easy to do that. But absolutely, um, you know this is a, a razor thin uh, margin. Uh, I think it continues to be insane that. That you're even having a runoff, that, that there's even a remote possibility that Herschel Walker could be a United States senator. It's all about power. We could do a whole segment. I have Roland back on to talk about why there's runoff, because that, there's a reason for that. <laughs> why, you know, it was to make sure black people couldn't win. Charlie yep. Sykes, Roland Martin, thank you both very Thanks much. A lot. That is tonight's readout. All with Chris A. starts now. Roland, that was great. Thank you very much. I, you are clear from the readout. Have I a good appreciate night. it. Thank you so very much. Let's not go back to uh, our show, uh, Roland Martin. I want to pick up on that point we were just talking about there uh, with my panel, Renita, uh, Nola, and Omicongo. Republicans don't care how dumb Herschel Walker is. They don't care. They want power. They will vote for an idiot as long as there's an R in front of his name. Uh, Nola, you first. Yeah. Um, oh, so much to digest here. <laughs> as a Southerner, you know, um, I am very proud of that fact, and then sometimes I am just heartbroken. And, you know, I, I thought a lot about this, you know, thinking about the way that Herschel Walker is being kind of 
brought out in, in just um, performing. You know, this performative aspect of what he's doing is kind of heartbreaking in a way. You know, it's really, really sad to watch um, because, you know, I grew up thinking, you know, this man, this man is a legend. And it it's baffling to me that so many people, you know, in the Republican space are willing to go out and just completely sully their legacies, you know, and that's the part that's just mind blowing to me. I, you know, I make absolutely no judgments on, you know, a person's cognitive ability. He may be suffering from some football related injuries, but at the end of the day, this this black man who was is a legend in his own right is shuff, is is shuffling and dancing literally um mm -hmm. on stage entertaining these people you know and we can all kind of visibly see that he's probably not up for the job of being a senator you know where and this other element of you know the Christians in Georgia aligning with him, I should I should be specific and say more white Christians. When you literally have a reverend, you literally have a reverend running, um, you know, an incumbent in this position. So again, you know, it's really not about um, anything other than race. You know, and let's just put it out there. You have one particular type of black man that's running that it's very obvious that people want to control him. And that's the part of it that makes it the, the most sad. That part is so salient and so obvious that it makes you wonder, what did they promise this man? I, I really I really want to know that. Like, what did they promise this man for him to really just be um, this open to being controlled this way? Because it absolutely makes no sense. So in one regard, you have a person who is clearly going to be controlled by other people. And then on the other hand, you have someone who is very capable, you know, who is an actual reverend. And I love his ads, Roland. I love the ad that you're playing um, with him and the dog. I mean, it's shade. It's light shade, but I like it. Um, so it's a very interesting situation here. You know, put two black people up against each other and the black people won't know the difference type of thing. That really irritates me. Like, like you have no idea how much, you know, it's pandering and it's actually very demeaning to the black community in Georgia. I mean, I, I know what they're doing. This is power. They don't care. I mean, Ron Johnson, I mean, this fool in Wisconsin, uh, you know, uh, converting with uh, with the Russians. I mean, he is complete. He lies. He's flipped. They don't care. This is what I keep trying to explain to Democrats and progressives. When you are running against people who do not have any morals or values or principles or ethics or character that only care about power, you better respond accordingly. Facts. Renita? Yeah, Herschel Walker not being a member of Mensa um, is not a bug. That's a feature for the Republicans. As I tell folks all the time, you would be surprised at how many representatives, and this is on both sides of the aisle, um, both Democrats and Republicans don't actually read the bills that they vote on. They just sort of wait to be told how to vote and what to say um, by the caucus. That's not how I operate as a representative. Um, but unfortunately, that is what a lot of folks do. And so Herschel Walker not running on being scholarly or somebody who is overly concerned with policy is, is fantastic for Republicans, because what that means is, to your point, Roland, if he gets in, it is 100 percent total power. He's not going to be looking into the things that he's supporting, and they will 100 percent be able to control him, and he won't know any better. And so that, you know, Republicans really have sort of, um, you know, they, they put him up for one reason and one reason only, and that is because they feel like 
this is the best way that they can have a shot at getting this seat. And we have heard locally here in Georgia where Republicans from the very beginning were saying, okay, we already know that Warnock is going to be the Democrats' uh, candidate because obviously he's the incumbent. We need a black person too. We need a black man. We need a black for a black. That is what they were saying. So that's why he's there. And for Herschel, it's all upside for him too because we treat, you know, U.S. senators particularly like rock stars. So, I mean, it, it's absolutely real that Herschel can win in Georgia. Um, people have to take things very, very seriously. We had depressed turnout for the November 8th election with almost 5% of black voters not showing up from 2018. So we really have got to make sure that everybody understands what is on the line. And I do think that uh, the Warnock campaign has to expressly talk to black voters about why it's important to show up and what he'll do for black voters. Uh, the, th the thing here, Omicongo, uh, uh, again, I, I keep telling people, this is like a this is like a football game. I don't give a damn if if if, if you're favored. Uh, again, a lot of people were like, "Oh my goodness, uh, Tennessee is gonna dog walk South South Carolina." Oh, Tennessee, South Carolina has no shot. South Carolina put up 63 on Tennessee on Saturday. Okay, yep. uh, I, I'm still pained to see the video of North Carolina State beating the University of Houston uh, in the NCAA uh, finals in 1983. Cougars were huge favorites. They lost. So, bottom line is, y'all, whoever gets the most votes, wins. And folk need to understand that. Yeah, period, bottom line. And we have to understand also that the Republicans will do anything po possible. And like I said, they always got something else that they're scheming on. Last week we talked about we don't know if, if Manchin or Cinema will convert and become Republicans. So if they get Walker in, then next thing you know, they're in control. So they always got something else up their sleeves. And when I look at Herschel Walker, I'm just thinking about what Malcolm X said. You know, whenever a black man says something that white people don't like, the first thing they do is get another black person to try to offset what they said. And this is the space that Herschel Walker occupies right now. So sticking with your sports analogy, we got to run it. We got to run the score up in every single way, shape, or form. We got to get out there and not take this for granted. Because if we didn't take this for granted the first time, Warnock should have won on November 8th. Because, you know, clearly a lot of the people who voted for Kemp were not voting for, for Walker. And now people are saying, we just got to go and get him in there because we need that puppet. And we're looking at a guy who just has, forget the, the intelligence, we already established that, doesn't even have the character. You're talking about a man who takes a woman to go get an abortion, doesn't even go into the clinic, sits in the car, puts a gun to his wife's head. I mean, the list goes on and on. And the fact that these so-called white evangelicals are, are siding with him shows that they, they are, at best, cafeteria Christians. So every single day, because they're picking and choosing whatever values work for them to help them get power. So every single day, we got to push this hard. And like you said, Roland, we got to support the local organizations on the ground, whether it's phone calls, Financially, we got to do it because they're putting in the work and we got to support them because the country is still at stake and we can't get comfortable just because we currently have a, a, a slight majority in the Senate. Uh, indeed. All right, folks, uh, that is it for us. Uh, we surely appreciate it. Uh, Nola, Renita, Omicongo, thank you so very much. I uh, want to thank all of you for watching. Also, people, y'all keep asking me where I get this shirt from. I have no idea. Uh, and so I'm going to have to look on the back. Seriously, y'all got, Renita's like, huh? Y'all got to understand. People, okay, since y'all since y'all think, see, Renita's trying to look at me like I'm crazy. Y'all stay right there. Since she, because y'all don't understand. People send me stuff, okay? And y'all sitting here looking at me like,
uh, like, I'm just crazy. Like, how in the world can I not know, you know, where uh, this came from? Well, you know, Renita, since you just want to sit there and look all like, uh, like I'm just like out of my mind uh, with this, okay? Let me just help y'all out who don't quite understand, okay? People send me stuff, okay? Y'all don't understand, okay? Y'all don't, un don't understand that, all right? So again, folks at Dillard, all right, I got a Dillard shirt right here, all right? Somebody sent me, do you know our story? And they got all these names here on the back. Let's see here, all right. All right, we are substantial in our community. They sent me a voting one too. Let's see here. Oh, this is the brother who's in Rwanda, okay? Uh, who's, uh, who's in prison, the movie Hotel Rwanda was made. So they sent me that shirt. Let's see here. The Gen Z, what's this here? The Gen Z vote matters, all right? That right there. See, somebody even calling me, the phone is buried. See, since Renita gonna like look great, like how he don't know who sent him in that shirt, okay? Somebody sent me this this June. You got to put me on front street. No, I'm putting your front. No, you gonna throw me. You gonna throw that look. Somebody sent me this June T-shirt right here. I, I ain't done. Of course, I got my. I wore actually. I wore my Black Voters Matter shirt uh, today. Uh, but then I said, well, let me go ahead and rock this here. All right, let's see here. Oh, the Black Eye Care people. We had them on the show. So they sent me their shirt right here. Their Impact HBCU. Since y'all looking all funny over there, talking about how I don't know who sent me this shirt. I don't. I'm going to have to look on the back of the shirt. I think their name is on the back, I think. Let's see here. All right, which one is this here? We are, okay, we are substantial and so is our vote, all right? So they sent me that shirt. Man, what I got here? Let's see. Oh, this is the uppity Negro shirt. All right, all right, somebody, somebody, somebody sent me the uppity Negro shirt. Let's see what I got here. All right, what the hell is this here? Uh, okay. Loonly.com, we can, all right. They got a bunch of different stuff on here. Man, what I got here, all right. Oh, this is one of charter school. I think I was in Philadelphia. Okay, okay, what's this here? All right, somebody, oh, this is all, uh, let's see, Dump Trump. I got a whole bunch of these shirts. Uh, let's see here, see, I told y'all, I mean, y'all, see, when you think I'm crazy, like something up. Uh, oh, uh, my man, J uh, uh, Jesse T. Usher, uh, that superhero show he's on. I'll say that's one of the shirts right there. Let's see, what's this here? Since y'all think I'm, uh, okay, this, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, they took the time, and prayed for me, okay? That's, that's this shirt right here, so that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Okay, all right, 1619, racism, uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, we need a cure for both. All right, somebody sent me that shirt right there. Okay, let's see, I told y'all, that's more than dump Trump shirts. Let's see here. I pledge no allegiance, I pledge no allegiance to the, to the rag that stands for the Nazis hysteria, to the Republic, which is bland, one nation, that's a fraud that is divisible with no liberty, but much injustice, and I'm appalled. All right, that's some some shirt somebody sent me. Okay, I, see, see, Renita, you looking all crazy now. I tried to tell you. All right, what's this here? Interdenominational Theological Center. They celebration. All right, that's that shirt right there. Uh, let's see here. What's this? 
What is this? Mental health awareness run walk. That's that shirt right there. See, y'all thought I was, see, y'all thought, and more, I got lots of these dump Trump shirts. Somebody sent me like a whole stack of these. So there you go. So I'm gonna try to find out who the hell sent me this shirt. Uh, in fact, in fact, hold on, he, Henry, zoom in. Is there a name on the back? Like that. Is it says like that. It says. Is it like a website or something? It's too small to read. I don't know. Under like that. I don't know. There. I don't know. So y'all, I don't know. Hold up, zoom in. Can you see it? Mm-mm. There you go. Okay, what does it say? LikeThatApparel.com. So is it like that production? Yeah, like that yeah. production. Oh, anyway, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna take the shirt off and figure it out. So y'all need to understand. So I'm gonna find out who who sent me this shirt. Literally, I have no idea. Oh, oh, here's another shirt. It fell down. Oh, I like this one. I need to breathe. Vote. So that's another shirt. So there you go. So Renita, don't be looking all funny. <laughs> When I say, I don't know who the hell sent me a shirt, because as you can see, this ain't even all of them. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. It's a whole other stack that's in my office, all right? So don't be turning your nose and your lip all up uh, thinking I'm like crazy or something and I don't know who sent me the shirt. All right, y'all, that's it. Support us on the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, also, support us with our Bring the Funk fan club. Uh, your dollars make it possible to do what we do. See your check-in money orders to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com, rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Available uh, bookstores online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Order through your favorite black bookstore or download your copy on Audible. Folks, that is it. I will see y'all tomorrow right here on the blackest show on television. Y'all know how we do it. Ha! Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.